guys. Tuesday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus mighty name. Now I'm using Facebook and I am using YouTube as my own little prostitutes to get people on to rumble, get on to rumble. I'm not making any money off of rumble right now. I don't know if I ever will, but switch over to rumble is the only free speech streaming platform out there right now. Truth is free. Um, Getter's free, Gab is free, but they don't they don't have streaming for uh, I guess smaller podcasts like mine yet. The only one that does stream and anybody live at all is Getter, but they're just not breaking through yet. But Rumble has Rumble is great. Switch over to Rumble. It's really easy. Get it. Get the app. I was able to download the app. If I can download the app, anybody can download the app. Why you keep telling us to do this, Tom? Because I'm endlessly getting banned on the other platforms. I have. I mean, come on, look at it. I mean, about two two weeks into this podcast, we had 900 people watching live on Facebook, and now we have 90. I mean, come on. I mean, that's the whole thing. So, I mean, that's what they're doing. So, please switch over to Rumble. Let's let's leave Facebook and YouTube, Fakebook and ScrewTube. Let's leave them in our rearview mirror. We'll see. You notice I'm not bad mouthing Twitter. We'll see how Elon does with Twitter. Over time. So just a couple things off the pregame. I always just write down some notes off of the pregame videos, if any of them are worth talking about. And I just, uh, you know, I'm beating this drum just like I beat the drum, and I'm continuing to beat the drum, as you can tell, with the Afghan debacle, even though it was two years ago. Two years ago, August. That's when when the Afghan debacle was. Thirteen of our servicemen and women killed at the Abbey Gate, primarily Marines, average age, I believe, of 21. Absolutely indefensible inexcusable malfeasance, criminal malfeasance, maybe even treasonous malfeasance by the Biden administration, by Lloyd Austin, by Mark Milley, by Joe Biden, by CENTCOM Commander McKenzie. They knew what was going to happen at the Abbey Gate 12 hours prior to it happening, did absolutely nothing, had the sniper in their sights, and nobody gave the shoot-to-kill order. Everybody refused it. So 13 Americans died. That's just 13 Americans died, and 182. Two Afghans died, just so everybody knows. Just so almost 200 people died because Joe Biden has no balls. McKenzie, uh, Lloyd Austin, Mark Milley have no balls, are way out of their element, have no clue what they're doing. You saw that broken-hearted father, right? Joe Biden doesn't care. Joe Biden is now broken over a year on vacation in his first two and a half, two and a half years of being president. He's been on vacation for a year. Of the two and a half years, how many of you would kill to have that job? Two and a half years, you take a full year on vacation? He doesn't care. These people live in their own little leftist, bourgeois, elitist bubble. They don't understand the blood of humanity. They don't understand suffering. They don't understand what it means to lose people for absolutely no reason. Joe Biden will always throw down the tragedies that happened in his life. The one tragedy that he lied about for decades was his wife and his daughter killed in a car crash, which he said was a DUI crash for years. And Joe Biden, being the pathological and psychopathic liar that he is, lied about that for, for years on end. Bo Biden died of brain cancer, but he endlessly tells the lie that his son came home in a flag-draped coffin. These people live in their own, whether it's Obama, whether it's, o- whether it's Oprah, Bezos, Zuckerberg, John Kerry, or any of the rest of them, Leonardo DiCaprio, or any of the any other rest of them, they live in their little bubbles. They don't understand that people have died. They never get their kids back again for their stupidity. And it wasn't, it's not even stupidity. How much of this is stupidity and how much of this is on purpose? That's the only thing. How much of it is on purpose? That you have Joe Biden being extorted. I didn't mean to get into this Afghan stuff. I don't even have that in my notes. So I don't even know why I'm talking about it again. 
But I'm going to keep on plugging it just like I'm plugging Maui all the time. But isn't it kind of odd that Joe Biden, after receiving through Hunter Biden, CFFC, uh, uh, CEFC money, that's the Chinese uh, energy company that primary is the primary funding funder for the Belt and Road Initiative, which is buying and selling countries all throughout the world, namely Africa right now, but has bought and sold Australia too and Canada. But isn't it weird after receiving all those millions of dollars through Hunter Biden, that's where you have the, the world's allegedly richest man who was dealing with Hunter Biden and disappeared off the globe. That was the CEFC. That was the dealings with Biden. $1.4 billion given to Hunter Biden's uh, corporation for consultancy fees by CCP-controlled bank in 2014 when Hunter Biden flew over there in Air Force Two. And you're wondering why it is that the Chinese can do whatever they want and Joe Biden does absolutely nothing about it. What does that have to do with Afghanistan? Well, very easy. You had Bagram Air Force Base right there. Kabul is where everybody died at the Abbey Gate. You had Bagram Air Force Base, which is a completely, uh, I'm trying to think of the exact word, uh, impenetrable base, except via air power, which would never get through like the radars and things like that. So you had that 400 miles from the Chinese border. We were in, in Trump's plan. You'll hear them. You hear Biden always talking about Trump's plan with Afghanistan. Why are you talking about Afghanistan? It's two-year anniversary of this stuff. And I want to honor the 13 people that died because Joe Biden sleeps like a baby at night. Sleeps like a baby at night. In sweet oblivion, after he's had his applesauce and vanilla ice cream, he goes and sleeps like a baby at night after murdering those kids. Bagram Air Force Base, 400 miles from the Chinese border. Do you think that it was on purpose that Joe Biden surrendered $86 billion worth of military equipment? To the Afghans, which, which, by the way, now are you know, the 26th largest army on the planet. And they are technically allies now of China. Who knows? China might be running Bagram Air Force Base right now. Nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody has any idea. Who knows? All their mineral rights have been signed over to, to the Chinese. Why was it, so it wasn't on purpose? You, you had the Taliban sign over Harmite Kazide Airport to the Biden administration, turned it over to him. And the Biden administration, that's where all the kids were killed, Abbey Gate, along with 182 civilians. And one, one Unabomber signed it over to them, said, we will give you that airport. Because they wanted Bagram. They wanted Bagram shut down. That's the power. Just let us all, we left all of our airplanes, all of our helicopters, all of our Humvees, all of our weapons at Bagram Air Force Base and numerous other locations also, $86 billion worth. They signed it over, said, go ahead, because they wanted us out. And the Biden administration turned it down. Why would it? See, that's why you have to ask. Is it galactic malfeasance? Is it galactic stupidity? Or is it an agenda-driven plan? It's an agenda-driven plan, folks. It's an agenda-driven plan. It is because the Chinese are extorting Joe Biden. They're extorting him and enriching him at the same time. That should sound eerily familiar. Because that's exactly what's happening in Ukraine. So it's happening in Romania. Trying to think, Guatemala is another one. They're unearthing our documents now about Joe Biden's business dealings. Joe Biden's business dealings in Guatemala. Oh Understand God. this. I mean, this is this is big. This is not right wing conspiracy theory. They can talk all they want about Trump's business dealings. Trump has a business. Dwali's president. He still has the Trump Corporation. It's an existing business. What show? What what of the twenty three shell companies that Joe Biden has run for who knows how long? What product or service do they provide? We, we know what Trump provides, golf courses and hotels. We know it. He was doing it for decades after decades after decades. He even had his own airline. Remember that? 
He's actually produced his own things. He actually produces products and services. Biden has it. So is it all on purpose? I believe it is all on purpose. Did he intend to have 13 kids killed there? I don't know. Then, of course, they bomb an innocent family of 10, killing seven more kids the next day or the next week or whenever it was. So we're not going to forget those 13 kids that died at the Abbey Gate. We're not going to forget it, just like we're not going to forget Maui. And Maui is a Democratic area. All the people that are complaining about it are Democrats, but I'm still with them because they're victims. I want to say this to the Democrats. The Demo- the, what I'm talking about now are just sort of, you know, you're everyday Democrat, just like I'm an everyday Republican. I'm just saying, you're an everyday Democrat. Understand that your own party hates your guts. You might as well just come to us. Your own party hates your guts. Where's all the money they promise you? You got 700 bucks so far. Your house has been burned down to the ground. The most expensive real estate, I believe I heard it right, in the world is Maui, Hawaii. Maui, Hawaii was some of the most, is the most expensive real estate. And I heard that. I don't, I don't remember the source. Otherwise, I'd cite it to you. Some of the most expensive or the most expensive real estate on the planet is Maui, Hawaii. Very and Oprah's buying up all around it. Bezos buying up all around it. Gates buying up all around it. So how are these people treating you now? 700 bucks is what you got. 200, million, 200 billion slated for the Ukraine because the Ukraine has bought and paid for the Biden administration via extortion through Hunter Biden. And it's all coming out now. Yeah, Shokin was on Fox News, man. It's coming out. It's over. Joe, I told you this. Gavin Newsom's running for president. Will not be Joe Biden. 100%. And Joe Biden, I mean, listen, Gavin Newsom is a lizard, but he's a slick lizard. He's a skilled lizard, and we better be ready for him. As he will come out with all these stats with his greasy, uh, greased back hair and his, and his uh, uh, gleany white smile and come out and he will, he will put out one stat after another about how great California is and you had better be ready to answer whether it's Trump, whether it's DeSantis, whether it's Vivek Ramaswamy, the rest of them absolutely suck. I, I mean, that's, I won't even, I'm going to even talk about the rest of them. If, if Mike Pence is running for president, would I hold my nose and vote, over, vote for him over uh, Gavin Newsom, yes, I would. I would. I have to. What do you want me to do? Vote for, vote for Gavin Newsom? I'd be looking third party, probably. Yeah. But anyway, that's beside the point. It's going to be, it's going to be Trump, or it's going to be DeSantis. It's not going to be Vivek either, because they're going to unearth too many things. Vivek has got a, a pass. But what, what Vivek Ramaswamy needs to do is just come out and say, when he was wrong, he was wrong. I should have never been there as a Democrat talking to Al Sharpton, which he was it's on video. Mm-hmm. Don't deny it, which he hasn't, but just don't deny it. Just come out and say it was you. But we're not going to forget these things. In Maui's, uh, Maui, the list of Maui is very, you know, I've already given you the stuff from Afghanistan. We need to remember that Maui was slated to be the first, was supposed to be the first American smart city. Everything controlled by devices. Everything controlled by devices, which means it's controlled by somebody else. You may think that because everything, you, have a, you have a smart home and you're, you're, Telling your air conditioner to turn down to 70 degrees. If you can control it, Aaron, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. That means somebody else can control it. 100%. Am I correct? Yeah, 100%. Because it's all hooked onto somebody else. Yeah, it's That's all my on... tech guy. This is the guy who runs the whole show right here. Yeah, it's all on a network. So. It's all on a network. Yep. So somebody else can grab a hold of it and, and, and control your house too. Yep. And then turn your house off. That's the point of it all. If you're running it through an Apple device, that means that Apple has control of your house. And Apple, is Apple conservative or liberal? <laughs> I mean, ask that of any tech company there is. So they were slated to be the first smart city. But all those people there, although Democrats, they're more, I mean, they're just, I hate to say this, I'm not trying to be mean, but they're ignorant Democrats. They're just Democrats who think, you know what, the Democrats, they still think that because they don't pay attention, probably because they actually have lives, they're out there working, doing things they're supposed to be doing. 
But they're like, you know what? They don't know who the Democratic is. Democratic Party are not liberal. Just understand, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not crazy about liberal, liberality, liberalness anyway. But they're not liberal. Liberal is free to be a bird and bee. Butcher babies if you want to, but government stay out of my life. That's a liberal. Close to libertarian. That's a liberal. Same root words. That's what a liberal is. That, that's Tip O'Neill back in the early 80s having lunch with Ronald Reagan or, or having, you know, uh, drinking whiskey with Ronald Reagan. That's a typical liberal. They were A typical liberal was not, let's lop off penises. Let's lop off breasts and testicles. That's not a liberal. That's a leftist. And these people in Maui, they're liberals. And they think that the Democratic Party is liberal. The Democratic Party is not RFK Jr. The Democratic Party is Barack Hussein Obama. Everything that you're seeing right now, all the persecution, prosecution of Donald Trump is to save Barack Hussein Obama from going to federal prison. That's what it's all about. You have, you have, the, you have the cases, the Mar-a-Lago Papers case, which is Jack Smith. Then you've got the 1-6 case, which is Jack Smith. Then you got the Fannie Willis uh, uh, case and uh, the, the manipulating electors, making wrong phone calls or whatever, none of which are crimes. In Georgia case, then you got the Alvin Bragg case in New York about, you know, again, just more election garbage. Don't want to delve. If I start thinking about it, then I'll spend an hour on it. I don't <laughs> want to do it. So back, I want to go back to Maui. So what is this all about? Was there supposed to be a smart city? Now, Tom, and now this is, this is what I'm alleging. I'm not saying this is what happened. This is what I think. You are in the way. Lahaina, you are in the way. You're in the way. This is how your fellow Democrats treat you because you're a liberal and they're a leftist. A liberal is, like I said, like a Tip O'Neill or a Jimmy Carter. That's a liberal. Now, Jimmy Carter's become a leftist, but I'm talking about back in 79 when he was president. That's a liberal. A leftist is Barack Hussein Obama and Klaus Schwab, who aren't really, they're not liberals at all. They're pure totalitarians trying to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them. So they wanted, a, they wanted that to be their first smart city, but not even a smart city. They just wanted to make it a smart area where basically it's beachfront property for the rich and famous. So on the day of the fire, there's, I mean, think about it. Think about the coincidences. It's just like when Jeffrey Epstein was killed, right? With a, with, with a rope around, well, with sheets around his neck, he was allegedly killed. No, he, well, obviously, um, he, I mean, he was killed. He, wasn't, he didn't commit suicide. I, I, I used the wrong word for the wrong quote. So when he was, when he was you know, committed suicide, we all know he was murdered. Well, all those things had to be in place. You had the, you had the guards asleep and the cameras to his cell, <laughs> not on. And allegedly, if he's suicidal, why was he taken off of suicide watch? You may not understand what suicide watch is. Because if you've never been in law enforcement, I was in law enforcement, obviously, 25 years. You may say it on the podcast all the time. 1992, 2017, I've been retired six years. Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, you want to check my information? You can. Sergeant Tom Lipley, badge number 913. I retired in 2000, 2017, August 2017. When you're, if somebody's even mildly suspected of suicide watch, your, your cell is stripped bare and you are put on suicide. Well, you are, put, you are put on suicide watch. They watch, you are watched 24-7. Oddly, Jeffrey Epstein, who was allegedly suicidal, was taken off of suicide watch. The guards who were watching them both fell asleep and were never criminally charged. Mm. And I believe maybe even, maybe even promoted. I'll have to check into that. But 
They were never criminally charged, never, never fired, nothing. Maybe that was it, not promoted, but never fired. So he's taking off a suicide watch. The guards fall asleep, and all of the cameras <laughs> that check all, all entries into his cell were all just broken. Weird. If, you're, if you are like a Krasenstein, uh, 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 a Mehdi Hassan, a Jake Tapper, or any of the Mockingbird, Pravda, Goebbels media, how do you look at yourself in the mirror saying that Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide? I mean, how, I mean honestly, how do, you, how do you look at yourself in the mirror saying that Joe, Joe Biden didn't receive bribes? I mean, how, how, do you, how do you live with yourself with that level of delusion? But back to Maui. So they had, on the day of, this like Epstein situation, all the water turned off. That's weird, isn't it? No siren. And then when people, oh, and all the schools were canceled, so all the kids were sent home because maybe you want a, a, gener, a generational extermination. Mm. So all those kids can't inherit their parents. I don't know. Tom, do you know any of these things? Well, I think, listen, we need to be looking into, we need to be looking into not just malfeasance, but absolute criminal activity when all of these things happen at one time. You have the police, the police chief who's in charge of the entire emergency scene is the same guy who's in charge of the emergency scene at the shootings in Las Vegas where 58 Americans were killed. We still don't know what happens. And he's strangely in place here in Maui. And those shootings weren't that long ago. They were like, were they pre-COVID? The shootings in Las Vegas are just when you have a chance. Yeah, to, I think, I think so, they were yeah. pre-COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were. So it's really not that many years ago, but if you had a grand scheme and a grand plan, you'd have all these people in place. 2017. So yeah, about six years ago. Yeah. But you now suddenly, this guy just appears as the Maui police chief and also calls himself the coroner, by the way, it's on video. And as police chief, he's blockading everybody into the fire. And then you have, was it Herman Adeya or something like that, Aaron? Was the emergency management director who's now resigned who didn't turn the sirens on because he said that he felt like the sirens would make people run into open flames. Yeah. Yeah. And Daya. And Daya. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Not bad for me. Yeah. No. Good. So that you have this current police chief blocks everybody in the city. Current. The emergency management chief doesn't sound any sirens because he feels people, he feels like people will see the sirens and run into fires. Uh, people don't run into fires. You know why? Because they're hot. That won't happen. Just very strange coincidences. No water, no siren, blocked everybody in, schools closed. Weird, isn't it? And now you've got uh, the city of Lahaina, or Lahaina, it's Lahaina, actually, I keep pronouncing it wrong. Lahaina is now in some sort of legal battle with their, with their power and light company over whether the power lines were on or off. People are claiming that they're off. Power companies claiming they were turned off six hours prior to the fire, which which asks this question, why would you turn them off six hours prior to the fire? Yeah. And there's just a lot more to this, which we're going to get into in just a moment, in just a moment. And I just have to rose Corrine Jean-Pierre. When you're asked a question about the secret service, that is the white house, not quote, I'm not going to get into that from here. When you're asked a question about, do you feel like Hunter Biden selling paintings to pay for his $15,000 a month Mal uh, not Maui, uh, Malibu mansion in California per month with the Secret Service paying the exact same amount for the Malibu mansion right next to him. 
$30,000, well, $15,000 a month for the Secret Service to be paying for the house right next to Hunter Biden. And Hunter Biden's paying $15,000 a month for his Malibu mansion. And you're asked the question, are you concerned about him using, he's selling paintings to pay that $15,000 a month. Are you concerned that he may use that for influence peddling purposes? That is a White House question, not Green John Pierre. I'm not going to get into that from here. And then what happens is she'll answer that 500 times like that. And then she'll say, I've already answered the question. Later on, a month later, you ask her the same question. I've already answered that question. No, what you said was, I'm not going to get into, that, get into this from here. That is a question about the White House. Anything about the Secret Service is a question for the White House. They run the Secret Service. That's like them, if, you, if, they, if you ask them a question about the Department of Education, you, the, the, the Department of State, whatever it is, the DOJ, that is the White House. You don't get to say, well, go ask the Secret Service. You are the Secret Service. You answer the question. Drives me absolute nuts. Let's delve deep into some Biden stuff tonight. Colin Rugg video. Interesting little piece of breaking news here. Newsmax host, Greg Kelly claims on audio tape containing incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption. Play for me. But he hasn't seen the half of it yet. There is an audio tape, I am told, by people in the know, uh, not necessarily in government, not necessarily out of government. I can't say too much. Um, but there is incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption that is about to be made public. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen before Labor Day, but it will happen sometime between Labor Day and Halloween. This tape will be made public. I'm not sure by what entity at this point, but once it is heard, Joe Biden will have, well, he'll have only two options. Number one, he will not be able to remain a candidate for the presidency for re-election. It will be over and done with. The only thing that he might be able to do, potentially, but probably not, is remain as president. I am told this tape is that incriminating, and they're worried about it right now at the White House. They know about it. They know it's out there. There may be more than one, and it makes a now, Greg Kelly's not going to put that out if there's no tape. Now, this is the tapes coming from Onoshenko. Poroshenko's deputy prime minister. Is that what that's coming from? Because you have Onoshenko who tried to give those tapes to Andrew Weissman. Andrew Weissman, who was Mueller's pit bull for the collusion hoax investigation. He tried to give those tapes. Andrew Weissman strangely didn't want them. Mr. Justice on MSNBC. Mr. Wanting to get to the bottom, uh, you know, get to the, the, you know, get to the bottom of every situation. Allegedly, Mr. Justice, who's a colossal failure, just like Jack Smith. Everything basically does Enron, everything else turns upside down because he's so corrupt and such a liar. That's Andrew Weissman. So these, those tapes, those 17 tapes of Porish, or, or it's actually Zolchewski, who is the CEO of Burisma talking directly to Joe Biden in two of the 17 tapes and Hunter Biden on 17 of the 17 tapes or 15 of the 17 tapes. And allegedly, according to Onoshenko, being offered bribes. Are, they, are those the tapes? Is this the tape that we're talking about? We have other tapes too of, of Joe Biden talking to Poroshenko about firing Shulkin and all of that. We have Joe Biden weirdly on a... On a, on a call, a conference call with Burisma executives. So, you know, you remember 
Dan Goldman coming out and saying, well, yeah, Joe Biden was talking to Hunter Biden's business associates after Dan Goldman has said for years that Joe Biden never even spoke to Hunter Biden's business associates. <laughs> but now, oh, yes, he was talking to him, but just about the weather. So when he calls in on a conference call with Hunter and the Burisma executives and, and, and Hunter says they need our help and Joe Biden flies there three days later and fires the prosecutor looking into Burisma. I mean, this is all it's over. It's over. If we had Rudy Giuliani running the DOJ, it's all over. Joe Biden would already be in prison. Hunter Biden would already be in prison. But instead, we've got leftist hacks, Lisa Monaco and Merrick Garland running the DOJ. And we have, listen, this all, people ask sometimes, Tom, you're a pastor of a church. Why are you so political? Because this is lies. The church should be out in front of all this. And if it's, if it's Republican corruption, I'll bring up, listen, I've, I've bashed Republicans. I've bashed, I've bashed vaccine pimps and whore Republicans on this podcast many times. I've bashed Trump over his COVID response. What's ever true is true. Turns out, if it turned out that Trump was massively corrupt, I'd cover it on the show. It would hurt me. It would bother me, but I'll always be honest about it. Yeah. Always. And this tape's supposed to come out. Nine, we'll mark it down somewhere. Nine fives to the fifth of next month up to Halloween. It's supposed to be made public. So we will see if it happens. Greg Kelly's putting his butt on the line. I like Greg Kelly. He's all, he, everything I've ever seen him done, I've really liked. But we'll see what happens with it. But there are existing audio tapes. That's what the FD 1023 was from the FBI that they kept sequestered from the Congress. And then remember, Christopher Ray comes in, his acolytes come in, claim that the FD 1023 form that alleges that there's 17 tapes of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden receiving bribes from Burisma. They claim that didn't exist. And this is from a 10 year paid FBI informant, verified FBI informant. And they claimed it didn't exist. And then suddenly it did exist. And then everybody was, and then, by the way, Christopher Ray needs to be charged with perjury. Perjury right then and there. Market, somebody, hopefully, whether it's Jim Jordan or James Comer or anybody else, Matt Gates, hopefully they're writing down every single time that Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray have perjured themselves because they need to be criminally prosecuted when we run the DOJ. Whether we run the DOJ two years from now or 10 years from now, they need to be prosecuted for what they've done. We ne- never let, never forget it, never let it go, never forgive it because they haven't repented. You don't forgive unrepentant sin. Read Luke 17, 3. You don't do it. So here's the latest thing. Now Shokin is showing up on Fox News. House Republicans video. Question to Shokin. Do you believe that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden got bribes? Play it for me, Heather. Do you believe that Joe Biden or Hunter Biden got bribes? I do not want to deal in unproven facts, but my firm personal conviction is that, yes, this was the case. They were being bribed. The fact that Joe Biden gave away $1 billion in uh, U.S. uh, money in exchange for my dismissal, my firing, isn't that alone a case of corruption? Yeah, that's like the saddest thing in the world, that my and your tax dollars were used by Joe Biden to extort uh, Poroshenko, Prime Minister Poroshenko of the Ukraine, to fire Viktor Shokin. And then we have the phone call where Poroshenko saying, despite the fact that there is zero evidence that Viktor Shokin has ever done one corrupt thing, I'm firing him for you. That's it. It's over. What else do we need? We got the, we got the SARs. 
We got the bank statements. We got the FD 1023. We got the, the IRS, and there's a bunch of different cases involved in what I'm saying right now. We have the IRS whistleblowers. We've got it. It's over. But the FBI is so corrupt that they're refusing to investigate any of the crimes that Joe Biden has committed. Listen, our country is lost right now. We're not, I'm not saying that we're beyond hope, but we are lost. We have no judicial system at all, except in red jurisdictions. That's it. And if you, Lord forbid, travel to Atlanta as a Republican and held a I love Trump sign, you better watch out that they're going to call you in for, for seditious conspiracy or trying to, uh, or, you know, basically, I don't even have to think of a crime because they just make them up. <laughs> He's making up uh, interference with an election, whatever it is. You're allowed to, listen, you're allowed to say that elections were fraudulent. No, you're not allowed to interfere in an election, but you're allowed to say afterwards whether you're lying or not, that it's fraudulent. You'll deal with the lies with God, but it's not against the law to lie about an election, which by the way, Trump didn't lie. We brought out the statistics about Georgia, but I digress. Maybe I'll get into that later. All right, here's another one. Pick from the, from the news. National Archives has, get this now, I mean, come on. I mean, again, I just say this to the Krasensteins of the world. You don't know who these people are. It's fine. They're just a bunch of pundits on Twitter. I live a lot in the Twitter space, so I know <laughs> that a lot of these people. Medina Hassan, Jake Tapper, CNN, MSNBC, uh, Young Turks. How do you live with yourself? I mean, can you imagine if it was Donald Trump using pseudonyms, sending communiques <laughs> to foreign entities, CCing in Eric Trump with a pseudonym? like Bill Williams or something? Can you imagine what you would do if you were Tank Yeager of the Young Turks, if Donald Trump had done those things? If you were Ed Krasenstein or Brian Krasenstein, can you imagine what you would do? National Archives has, National Archives has 5,400, 5,400 Biden emails in which he uses fake names. That's not Who has ever done this before? <laughs> I mean, Mike Pence should have used fake names like Judas Iscariot or Benedict Arnold, but he didn't. <laughs> who, in the, who in the history of the White House has ever sent uh, emails using fake names, uh, fake names to dish government info to Hunter? He was CCing in Hunter with emails with fake names to governments, to governments, to the, namely the Ukraine government. He would send back, I can't remember, not Peter, what was it? I can't remember, Pedro, Pedro Peter's what it comes into my mind. But his, uh, you know, his, his various pseudo-names. Robert. Yeah, it's Robert something. 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 See, Aaron, Robert pull him up Peterson? For me. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. See if you can pull him up for me. All you got to do is put in Biden pseudonyms or Biden fake names. It'll come right up. But when I mean, you think about the level, and then this not being even looked into by the FBI? This not even being investigated overseas by the CIA? You have, a, you have a sitting vice president who, by the way, was trafficking in also having classified compartmented uh, documents in his garage and in numerous other locations, which every single one of those documents is felony crime. There's no way for it not to be a felony crime. But he's using all of these fake names while he's like, what do you got? It's a Robin Ware. 
Yeah, Robin Ware. Robert L. Peters. Robert L. Peters. That's the one I was and trying to think of. And J.R.B. Ware. J.R.B. Ware. <laughs> that's only three of them. Think the... about how stupid you have to be yeah. to put Joe Robinette Biden Ware. Because that's what J.R.B. is. <laughs> yeah. Joe Joseph Robinette Biden Ware. Yeah. He's so secretive. It's just, it's just a, a, it's like Dan Bongino always talks about. It's a spy novel for idiots. <laughs> it is a spy novel for idiots. Uh, but this is, I mean, this is all crimes. You're, this, it's, a, it's the two things. And I heard it again today. It was Medine Hassan talking about, he's MSNBC, just another Goebbels, you know, somebody's just devoid of complete self-respect, devoid of all, all human dignity, would just go out and spout out lies so that he can keep his million-dollar-a-year job, be an absolutely useless human being, a disgrace to his family, a disgrace to his kid, kids, a disgrace to his country, of just peddling lies. One lie after another, saying today, Something along the lines of, or yesterday, saying, well, there's no evidence that Joe Biden ever received dime. Doesn't matter. First of all, how is Hunter Biden paying $15,000 a month for a Malibu mansion? How is, how, is, how, is, how is Joe Biden, who allegedly is worth $14 million, living the life of a billionaire? How, how is that even, how is that possible whatsoever? It doesn't matter whether he ever received a dime or not, officially. Because what you had was Hunter Biden basically renting stuff off of him. That's what that's also documented. Hunter Biden's renting his Rehoboth Beach, Beach mansion off him, which Joe Biden should never be able to afford. Yeah. But whatever. It's all money laundering, just like the federal government is all money laundering for government officials. And by government officials, I mean elected officials and non elected officials. I don't have time to get into that right now. So this is all absolute criminality. You, can, you, you cannot be, there are the two things. You as a government official are not allowed to use your position to make money for your kids. A, B, you are not allowed to use your position to influence pedal, period. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden has done both. He's, it's on the, he doesn't even deny it. He was, Dan Goldman, the political, disgusting, Goebbels hack that he is, even had to admit that he's on phone calls with Burisma. That's a federal crime. There's, there's nothing else to look into. And you're like, Tom, there's nothing we can do about it right now. I know, because Mayor Garland, Lisa Monaco, and Christopher Ray are running the DOJ. I understand that. But none of this can be forgotten. None of it. Absolutely nothing. And we need, it needs to be, uh, none of it can be forgotten. And it needs to be endlessly exposed over and over again. Because eventually we will get, because what happens is, and I've told you this a dozen times before, is that these leftists, yes, they stick together. They stick together way better than we do. We have everybody, you either have to make a decision. I'm stealing this from Dan Bongino, but I steal a lot of stuff from Bongino. I steal a lot of, a lot of stuff from Steve Bannon. I give him credit whenever I remember that's who I stole it from. But you don't have to make a decision right now to hate Donald Trump and love Ron DeSantis or love Donald Trump and hate Ron DeSantis. You don't have to do that. That's what they want us to do. I love Ron DeSantis as the governor of Florida and the president in 2028 or 2032. That's it. I'm voting for Trump in 2024. I love Ron DeSantis, so he's doing a great job now with the latest hurricane. Here we are, by the way, the night before hurricane landfall. Thank goodness this time it's not landing, fall, landing, landing right here where I'm sitting yeah. because this whole building was underwater the day after I did the podcast. But we pray for all those people, in the, in, and we have prayed. We pray that that hurricane will be mild. We pray it in Jesus' name. Make it mild, Lord. Make it mild. Make it a tropical storm when it lands in Jesus' name. That's it. And then Florida cities are just fine with tropical storms. We're absolutely fine with them. What in the world was I talking about? I don't even remember. But anyway, so that's the thing. 
He's done those two things. He's influence peddled and he's made money for his family. Both of those are federal crimes and he must be prosecuted. They must be prosecuted when we take care, when we take over the DOJ. All right, Jesse Waters video. The Biden White House was much more involved in the Mar-a-Lago raid than we ever realized. Play it for me. White House visitor logs just released suggest that Joe Biden is personally running the prosecutions of Donald Trump. The Biden White House was much more involved in the Mar-a-Lago raid than we ever realized. White House visitor logs suggest that the raid itself may have been hatched inside the Biden White House and the special counsel prosecution on Donald Trump is still being coordinated by the White House. Jay Bratt, who's now the top aide to the special counsel, Jack Smith, was a Justice Department official and was summoned to the White House twice in the fall of 2021 to meet with Joe Biden's deputy chief of staff, Carolyn Saba, and an advisor to the chief of staff, Catherine Riley. This was while Donald Trump was negotiating with the National Archives. Jay Bratt didn't want a negotiation. Jay Bratt wanted a raid and lobbied the Biden White House to raid Mar-a-Lago. Jay Bratt even visited Mar-a-Lago and told Donald Trump everything was fine. Just put a lock on the basement door. But everything wasn't fine. Joe Biden and his White House counsel signed off on revoking Trump's privilege. And weeks later, armed FBI agents got a warrant from a Trump-hating judge who happened to be an Obama donor and went in hard. And the Biden Justice Department indicted Donald Trump. Then Jay Bratt was tapped to be the top aide for special counsel Jack Smith. And what do you know? The Biden White House summoned Jay Bratt back to the White House to meet with, again, Biden's deputy chief of staff. That was just in March. And weeks later, Donald Trump was indicted over the Mar-a-Lago documents. Why is the Biden White House conspiring with the Justice Department and the special counsel's office to prosecute Donald Trump? Joe Biden personally told us that he had nothing to do with the prosecution and it was totally independent. I have never once, not one single time, suggested the Justice Department what they should do or not do relative to bringing a charge or not bringing a charge. I'm honest. That's a lie. Not only do White House visitor logs prove that Joe Biden's team is working with the special counsel's office to raid and prosecute Joe Biden's top political opponent, the New York Times reported that Joe Biden was behind the urgent timeline. Joe Biden, quote, confided to his inner circle that he believed former President Donald J. Trump was a threat to democracy and should be prosecuted. And that Biden himself felt like Garland should, quote, act less like a ponderous judge and more like a prosecutor who's willing to take decisive action. All of the evidence now suggests Joe Biden was personally behind the prosecution of Donald Trump and the timing of his trial in order to interfere with the election. Today, a Democrat D.C. judge ruled that the January 6th trial, again, prosecuted by Jack Smith, will begin March 4th, a day before Super Tuesday. What a coincidence. Yeah, Jack Smith is going to open up a prosecution on Donald Trump on May 4th, day before Super Tuesday. Oh, it's, it's, I mean, of course, it's all just coincidental. I mean, just imagine how devoid of human dignity you have to be to turn a blind eye to these political prosecutions. How, I mean, it's in, in two parts of that. First of all, you have to be devoid of all human dignity and, and, and devoid of all introspection whatsoever to turn a blind eye to a political persecution that, is, is, that sets a court date the day before Super Tuesday in 2024. I mean, imagine that. 
But I don't want to digress too far into that. So th- let's look at the nuts and bolts of this. So how this whole thing happened as far as the Mar-a-Lago raid. Remember, Jack Smith's in charge of two prosecutions. He got Fannie Willis with one. Then he got Twinkies, Alvin Bragg in New York with another one. So he's got four right now. 91 criminal charges, 91 felony charges against him. Spending up to 700 years in prison. That's what they're going for for Donald Trump. So this is how. Now, this first part here is me supposing this is what happened. And I believe, honestly, it's what happened because they have a history of doing it. Is I believe that the White House sent a request to NARA, the National Archives, and said, you know what? We need you to look into, we need you to demand that Donald Trump give back all of his quote-unquote, which is about this thick, just so everybody's about this thick. They'll show you box after box after box after box, but it's really about this thick worth of documents. About 120 pages total. Barack Hussein Obama owes NARA 144,000 documents. Joe Biden has 1,850 boxes of classified documents with no excuse, and there's no way for it ever for him to be legal in doing so. There's no way for Joe Biden to ever legally be in possession of a classified document prior to the moment of him being president, and all of these were in his possession long before he's president. But nothing's happening then. So I believe that the White House, because they have a history of doing this, sent a request to NARA, and I have some documentation on it, but no proof, requesting that they, that they demand that, that, that Donald Trump turn in his classified documents, right? Or any documents that they believe are due at NARA, the National Archives. While Barack Obama has been out of office since January 20th of 2017, been out of office that entire time and has not sent back one of the 144,000 documents that the National Archives is demanding from him, yet nothing happens to him, and they send no notification to him whatsoever. They, and, and, then, and then, of course, they don't contact the DOJ to do a criminal investigation on Barack Hussein Obama or, or Joe Biden, but only Donald Trump. And, her, and I guarantee you, Hussein has a lot of, docu- uh, uh, of, of classified documents. I guarantee you that he does. And numerous other documents that are due at the National Archives, but they don't care. It's never been criminal before. Because you have an implied and statutorily backed exemption as president. And that exemption was removed by Joe Biden for the first time in history on a prior president. Trump could have done it to Obama and had Obama raided. He didn't do it. George W. Bush could have done it to Bill Clinton and had him raided. He didn't do it. Bill Clinton could have done it to Herbert Walker Bush and had him raided. He didn't do it. Herbert Walker Bush could have done it to Ronald Reagan. He didn't do it. Reagan could have done it to Carter and so forth and so on. Nobody's ever done it in history. But Joe Biden removes the exemption where basically it is narrow works things out with the prior president. That's how it's been going for years. Years, decade, not years, decade after decade after decade after decade. NARA works it out with the prior president. Here's what we want. And it takes some years to do it. Hussein Obama has spent seven years not giving any of those things back, almost seven years, not giving any of those documents back whatsoever, and nothing ever happens. And then NARA requests an investigation from the DOJ, which has never happened before either. I mean, I want everybody to think about it. I'm 54 years old. You have everybody else near Aaron's 29, Heather's like 40 or something, and then Hope is uh, same age as me. So we've never seen anything like this before. We have national archives <laughs> messing with a with a with a former president. Why do why they don't they don't usually care at all? No. But suddenly they do. It's because it's because <clears throat> NARA is National Archives is, of course, deep state. 
There are a bunch of deep state globalists, not liberals, leftists, bourgeois globalists, elitist, bourgeois leftists. That's who they are. So then going back to Jay Bratt. So you have Jay Bratt, who at the time in 2021 was a DOJ official. That's weird, isn't it? Just a DOJ official. He goes and he meets with Caroline Saba, who was an administrative staffer for the Biden administration, high-ranking, basically office manager, high-ranking staffer for the Biden administration, meets with her and lobbies for a raid at Mar-a-Lago. How many of you honestly believe that Jay Bratt was lobbying for a raid at Mar-a-Lago? No, what it was was the Biden administration saying, Jay Bratt, lobby for a raid at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, exactly. And then he meets with, with Caroline Saba and lobbies for it, gets it right at the time where Biden removes Trump's exemption. And now, lo and behold, very strange, just like, okay, just try to stay with me with this. You have the collusion hoax. Mueller's pit bull is Andrew Weissman. Andrew Weissman is offered proof of what, what the alleged Trump was doing that Biden was actually doing. Andrew Weissman was offered the 19, 17 tapes of, of Zolchewski from Burisma bribing the Bidens. Hunter and Joe offered to Weissman. Weissman ignores it and never takes them. Mr. Want Ukraine to be free? Wants Ukraine to be this great democracy? No, he doesn't care at all. He's just a political whore. That's who Andrew Weissman is. Devoid of all human dignity. Of all, just, just basically of any sort of self-awareness, any dignity, any sort of, uh, of, uh, any sort of uh, knowledge of any sort of, e- of, ethics at, uh, of ethics at all. Devoid of all ethics. That's who these people are. So you have Andrew Weissman does it there because see, these people are all the same and they all know each other. So you have Weissman refuse those 17 tapes and then investigates as Mueller's pitbull Donald Trump for doing what Biden did. Now what do you have? Jay Bratt comes in, instigates the raid, and now works for, he's now Jack Smith's pit bull. It's the same things over and over and over again. Who was the first person that was accused of Russian collusion? John McCain, when he ran for president. These people need to be, listen, I don't care what state of mind Robert Mueller's in? He needs to be criminally prosecuted. Andrew Weissman, criminally prosecuted. Nellie and Bruce Orr, criminally prosecuted. John Brennan, uh, uh, Jay, uh, uh, what's, uh, John Brennan and Clapper, I can't remember Clapper's first name. James. James Clapper, I knew it was a J. They need to be criminally prosecuted. All right, so here's some more. I'm just doing all things Biden right now. Switching back to Maui, Jesse Waters' video. Maui residents say they're being evicted so landlords can cash in. Play it for me. Hundreds of Americans are still missing after the deadly Maui fires. Many of the missing children. The Hawaii Electric Company was negligent with their downed power lines and are now involved in a cover-up. Water held back from firefighters. Roads were even blocked, trapping Americans inside the inferno. And FEMA officials have been staying at five-star luxury resorts. But it actually gets worse. The Free Beacon discovered that FEMA, in the middle of all of this around-the-clock search and rescue recovery mission, is telling their workers to focus on diversity training. FEMA is having workers do a three-hour course on equity in the middle of the disaster recovery. 
course teaches them how white supremacy is ingrained in nearly every system and an institution in the U.S. It tells its employees that the U.S. is rooted in extreme, extraordinary violence and says that employees must acknowledge that the systemic racism and oppression exist. So while Hawaiians are missing kids and are prevented from seeing their scorched homes, FEMA officials are staying at the Four Seasons and taking a three-hour course on white supremacy. I hate to tell you, but it actually gets worse. Hawaiians are being evicted from their homes so landlords can cash in. We've been receiving call after call of people who are being asked to be evicted by their landlords. People who are being displaced during a time of emergency when their house was like the only house standing in their neighborhood, simply because the owner of the house realized that their investment is no longer a sound investment. Why are people getting evicted if their homes didn't burn? Well, this is interesting. Less than a month before the fire, the Democrat governor of Hawaii, Josh Green, signed an emergency proclamation concerning Hawaiian real estate. To my knowledge, this was the first emergency proclamation in the country that didn't have a preceding incident. This was just, from my knowledge, was just to streamline development on Maui, and it is allocated all decision-making power to one person, uh, the housing officer of the governor, Nani Medeiros, who's unelected, who can trump every single thing that you do. They're meeting with developers, private, um, private landowners, and not a lot of community. Maui residents say this is highly suspicious. The emergency housing proclamation was declared weeks before the actual emergency created a housing emergency. This emergency proclamation has been described as a gift to developers. The residents are up. Another just very strange coincidence, right? I mean, just going backwards, going from, from, uh, from the end to the beginning, reverse order. So you have this emergency proclamation put out by Governor Green about how to deal with land after an emergency that suddenly, and it's the first time in the history of Hawaii They've ever had an emergency proclamation prior to an emergency. That's almost like all those COVID vaccine patents that existed prior to COVID-19 existing. That's weird, isn't it? It's like Event 201 planning a COVID-19, a coronavirus outbreak, two months before the coronavirus outbreak. It's almost like these people knew this was going to happen. You have an emergency proclamation basically making it very easy for Josh Green to assume all these people's land or developers to assume all these people's land. And it's the first time in history, you're like, well, what would be so bad about an emergency proclamation about what to do post-emergency? Well, those emergency proclamations are made after the emergencies, not before them. It's just like, why was the power turned off six hours before? Why was the water turned off? Why was there no siren? Why were all the kids sent home? And why were the cops blockading people in the fire? Very strange coincidences, aren't they? Told you I'm not letting it go. And on this emergency proclamation, turns all land decisions, it's over. See, this is leveraging you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point into, in Hawaii. That singular access point is Nane Madero's. We need to look, dive deep into he or she. Nane Madaros and say, you know, now they make all decisions for those lands. So are they going to be forced under eminent domain to sell them to Josh Green so that Oprah can have a big plush green backyard? Is that the purpose of making the first smart zone that has ever existed in America? 
whatever it may be. Very strangely, the very first pre-emergency emergency proclamation in the history of the United States of America or in the history of Hawaii. So that takes care of Maui. Now I'm going back to Afghanistan. I'm jumping all over the place. This is all things Biden. All things Biden right now. All right, Aaron, uh, Makita video. This is a great, it's a little lengthy. I don't know, three, four minutes long, something like that. Aaron Makita video. The Afghanistan withdrawal, unforgettable failures. It is a great second by second illustration of the malfeasance, galactic stupidity, and agenda-driven nonsense of the Biden administration when it came to Afghanistan. Play for me. President, there had not been a U.S. service member killed in combat in Afghanistan since February of 2020. You pulled troops out, you sent troops back in, and now 12 Marines are dead. Do you bear any responsibility for the way that things have unfolded in the last two weeks? I bear responsibility for fundamentally all that's happened. But here's the deal. You know as well as I do that the former president made a deal with the Taliban that he would get all American forces out of Afghanistan by May 1. In return, he was given a commitment that the Taliban would continue to attack others, but would not attack any American forces. Yet you've got the president saying, I don't recall being told any of that. No, and nobody's questioning it, right? Nobody's saying, saying, well, what do you mean you don't recall? This is one of the most important decisions you've made, and you don't recall whether your senior top military advisors were telling you that in their advice, keep the troops in there, for a period of time. And he's saying, I, I don't remember. I recommended that we maintain 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. And I also recommended earlier in the fall of 2020 that we maintain 4,500 at that time. Those are my personal views. I also have a view that the withdrawal of those forces would lead inevitably to the collapse of the Afghan military forces and eventually the Afghan government. The moms would take the babies and they'd try to throw them over the walls. Well, guess what's on either side of the wall? Constantina wire. So these babies would land in the, in, in the wire and I'm stepping over a baby in water or there's like a small body that's on fire that was burnt alive by the Taliban. They have an issue that people are likely to get hurt. Some, as we've seen, have gotten killed. They're going to go pick up this woman that was a journalist for one of the Afghan news organizations, but the Taliban got to her first. They pull up, the Taliban see these guys in the car, they dro drop her on the hood of the car, and they execute her on the car as they just look at the dudes in the car. There's nothing that they can do. Army report seems to say is, is that military commanders repeatedly and for weeks, if not months, warned the White House and other leadership that something like this was imminently foreseeable, there needed to be action taken, and the White House and the State Department did nothing. 
This image is what the bomber would have seen approaching the airport's Abbey Gate on that August afternoon. Masses of people lining a canal. And three minutes after the blast, a U.S. drone records the catastrophic aftermath. 13 U.S. service members, mostly Marines, killed 170 Afghans by the ball bearings propelled by 20 pounds of explosives on the bomber. Imagine where we'd be if I had indicated on May the 1st I was not going to renegotiate an evacuation date. And so for all this talk of chaos, I just didn't see it, not from my perch. At one point during the evacuation, there was an aircraft taking off full of people, Americans and Afghans alike, every 48 minutes, and not one single mission was missed. So I'm sorry, I just won't buy the whole argument of chaos. There was utter chaos. These images uh, that you see on your screen now actually shows two people uh, falling off and three people fell off this particular aircraft. Uh, do you think that people have an issue with pulling out of Afghanistan or just the way that things have happened? All right, so there you go. And I just I told you I'm not letting that go. I'm gonna, I'll be talking about it a year from now, too, because we need justice here. Lloyd Austin needs to be criminally prosecuted for what he did. McKenzie needs to be criminally prosecuted for what he did. Mark Milley needs to be criminally prosecuted for what, the, what he did. Joe Biden needs to be criminally prosecuted for what he did. And it's all payoffs to the Biden and family from CEFC, from the Chinese government. That's what this is all about. It's so that the Chinese, it's all about China when it comes to Afghanistan. Joe Biden purposely made the Taliban the 26th largest army on the planet in one day by leaving $86 billion worth of our military equipment on the ground in Afghanistan and then deserting Bagram Air Force Base, which was never supposed to be deserted according to the original Trump deal. Yep. But he did it anyway because he's buying off. He's, he, it's not that he's even buying off. He's been bought off. And he will be exposed for being bought off by the CCP and the PLA if he doesn't give them Afghanistan. Because Afghanistan, by the way, just so everybody knows, Afghanistan has all, has all the minerals for Taiwan. For all these batteries, for all the different components that go into all these devices. What's the main thing that Taiwan makes there? And the, the chips, what do you call them? The chips that go into cars, the, the computer chips that go into cars. Yeah. My, they have a specific name, can't remember. Microchips or whatever they are. Everybody's so concerned about it. You have China basically surrounding Taiwan right now because of the chip manufacturer. That's why there's, when we have car shortages, when all of that that happened back, do you have it? Semiconductor Semiconductors. Chips. You're yeah. the man, Aaron. Yeah. I knew you'd come up with it. Yeah, semiconductor chips. I know all of you were probably out there, 762 people on right now. You're probably thinking, come on, Tom, semiconductor. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Neither could I. Yeah, uh, semiconductor. And very rarely, Aaron always remembers, didn't remember that one. So <laughs> all, the, all of the minerals for semiconductors are in Afghanistan. China wants to take over semiconductor production in Taiwan. They're surrounding doing military uh, uh, rehearsals and, and, and practices against for invading Taiwan right now. So now they've got all the minerals out of Afghanistan. So if they do take over Taiwan's manufacturing of semiconductor ships, they've got all the minerals to make it up. This is all on purpose. Yep. It's all you need to understand this. You need to understand how evil. People are in the United States because they're Americans does not give them any credibility, does not give them any righteousness whatsoever. John Kirby saying there's no chaos. 
People were fly, falling off of airplanes, falling off of those giant, whatever you call them, the C-130s or whatever they are. Yeah, C-130s. C-130s, people are holding on to the wheels, flying, they're a thousand feet in the air and just drop off. No chaos, the man says. You have a, a woman executed, a female journalist, which, by the way, she admits that she was an ally of the United States of America, executed right in front of our troops when they stood there. They couldn't do anything because they were probably given uh, rules of engagement. They weren't allowed to do it. You have that the, the guy that was testifying on Joe Rogan's show is one of our former ex-SEALs like, uh, or, or special forces that just put together various uh, groups of men to go over and rescue allies yeah. and Americans. That were just left. By the way, just so everybody knows, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Americans still there right now, can't get out. So, you know, over two years later that they're still sitting there right now. Still to this day. And he's sitting there talking about, I wish I had his name, I'd give, it, I'd give him due credit. Just talking about the, I just call him Constantina Wire babies. So you have all this Constantina Wire. You saw the pictures of the Abbey Gate where you had 182 people killed, 13 of which were Americans. 12 Marines, and I believe one uh, either Army or Navy serviceman or woman. But these women were so, remember John Kirby, no chaos. I mean, imagine being so insulated from reality in your little bourgeois leftist globalist elitist bubble like John, devoid of all human dignity and self-respect Kirby, who used to be a military, used to be a military man, Tim Kennedy, thank you. Yep. That's the former uh, SEAL that was talking on the Joe, Joe Rogan show. John Kirby, you're saying there's no chaos? You have women so desperate to put their babies in the hands of Americans that they're throwing them over walls with Constantina wire on both sides. So you have babies dangling from Constantina wire and a baby fully engulfed in flames that the Taliban murdered. And John Kirby, so devoid of human dignity, goes up to a podium and says there was no chaos from his, quote, perch. His perch of superiority. I'm never going to forget what happened on Abigate. Even if nobody watches the podcast, I'm still going to do Abigate updates because these people, John Kirby needs to be criminally prosecuted if it, if it applies. Whoever, whoever drone strike that family of 10, the guy who was carrying uh, hundreds of gallons of water that they claimed were explosives, killed him, his entire family of 10. Seven out of the 10 were children. And you had Mark Milley next day saying, you know, just up there. He's this little bombastic, uh, pompous arrogance sitting at some pulpit talking about how they basically took vengeance on the Taliban. They weren't even members of the Taliban. Yeah. That's who's in charge. This is why, again, which I say every podcast, you don't don masks and give credibility. You don't don masks. You don't social distance. You don't lock down your business. You don't wash your hands 100, 100 times a day. To give credibility to a false virus so that we have to shut down elections, shut down in-person voting so that it's just widespread voter mail-in, non-signified, non-verified ballots, non-signature verified ballots, mass voter fraud that brings in these galactic incompetence. And they're not incompetence. Yes, I want to to make sure you understand. Yes, they are incompetent. They're way out of the element. Even if they were trying to do good, Joe Biden's not capable of excellence. Mark Milley is not capable of excellence. CENTCOM Commander McKenzie is not capable of excellence. Lloyd Austin is not capable of excellence. Certainly Kamala Harris is not capable of excellence. John Kirby is not capable of excellence. Merrick Garland, Lisa Monaco are not, Jack Smith are not capable. Fannie Willis 
Anybody else? Alvin Bragg are not capable of excellence. But even if they were capable, they would be operating under the agenda. They'd be operating to bring their agenda to fruition. The agenda in Afghanistan was to hand over Afghanistan to the Chinese. That's what happened. They could have shot and killed the sniper. They had him in his sights, and they chose not to do it. They knew the, they knew the Unabomber was coming 12 hours before he did. Austin knew it. Millie knew it. Biden knew it and did nothing because that would disrupt their agenda. All right, let me change subjects here. Going to Hunter Biden's laptop, all things Biden right now. There are 459 potential crimes, and the, and the FBI has, has uh, prosecuted how many off laptops so far? Let me, let me add them all up. Let me get about none. Mm, yeah. 0.0. Documented on the Biden laptop. 140 business crimes. Get the, look at the middle one. 191 sexual crimes, including human trafficking and possibly child porn. Yeah. 128 narcotics crimes, and it doesn't even, he says narcotics crimes. There's also felonious Firearms crimes on there, too. Yet the media has ignored it, and the FBI has done little more than conceal the evidence behind the veil of an active investigation. That's all, always their answer. They can't answer any questions because it's an active investigation when it's not an active investigation. So the reason why you're not answering the questions is because it's an inv- active investigation. That's not an active in- investigation. It's hard to say that over and over again. <laughs> all right, go to the next one for me. The FBI has the mask, just so everybody knows. All things Biden right now. It's the Biden DOJ. Glenn Greenwald tweet. The FBI is a master, so everybody knows, 21.7 million DNA profiles. That's not criminal profiles, that's everybody. Equivalent to about 7% of the U.S. population, according to bureau data reviewed by The Intercept. Just so everybody knows, the FBI is mass collecting DNA. How do they do it? Very simple, if they want your DNA... Just so people know how things like this work in law enforcement, they'll just collect your trash. Your DNA is all over your trash, just so you know. I'm not trying to make everybody some sort of paranoid schizophrenic here. And I don't want you to overreact, but we need to know what the FBI is all about. Why is the FBI collecting our DNA? Is it so that they can uh, plant our DNA on crime scenes? Is that why? Oh, that would never happen. The Federal Bureau of Instigation? The, the, you know, it was about... A week ago was the something-something anniversary of Ruby Ridge. What was that? What was Weaver? Was it Dennis Weaver? What was his first name? I can't remember Weaver's first name. I didn't read the article. I just clipped it off of Twitter. Can't remember. See if you can find that for me. Aaron. Randy Weaver. Randy Weaver. Yeah. So the Federal Bureau of Investigation. How did, how did that happen? What, what happened to Ruby Ridge? Where he, They ended up, ex, they actually sniped his wife, killed his wife, killed his son. The FBI did. All for what? The FBI had, what was his first name again? Randy. Randy. Yeah. Got Dennis Weaver stuck in my head. Is that the name of an actor or something? <laughs> I got stuck in my head. So Randy Weaver, keep that in your head, Aaron, in case yep. I forget it again. Rand, they, they went to Randy Weaver and had asked him to sell them a shotgun. And they wanted it sawed off. He sold it to them originally, legally, if I remember right. And then they said, that's not short enough to make sure that, they, that he sold them an illegal sawed off shotgun. Yeah. And correct. then they used that to raid his home shot his son to death, and his unarmed wife sitting in their kitchen blew her brains out. For what? That's the FBI. They just recently killed the guy in his own home who took care of his, of his handicapped son, 
who made a threat against Biden. You know, you can actually go and deal with the threat, which I want. If there, if there is a threat against Biden, I want it dealt with. He's still the president. They should be dealt with because that's a crime. Yeah. However, you don't need to execute the guy. And so, you know what information we've gotten out about that so much so far? About what we got about as much as we've gotten out of the Las Vegas shooting from 2017. Absolutely nothing. Funny how there's always a mass shooting just in time for the Democrats. Always amazing mm. to cover up for something, to move forward some sort of libtard legislation, whatever it may be. But I just want people to know what the FBI is on and about doing. They want, do they want to amass our DNA so they can plant our DNA on crime scenes and accuse us of various crimes? Is that what they want to do? The Federal Bureau of Instigation. Remember the one that was instigating the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot where 15 out of the 18 suspects were FBI agents or informants? That FBI? The FBI that was firmly entrenched in the 1-6 crowd and various other NGOs and police agencies firmly uh, entrenched in the 1-6 crowd instigating violence. We showed the video of a Metro police officer that's from the D.C. Metro Police Department, instigating violent acts. Instigating. We have the video of it. Why is that guy not, why is that guy not in prison? Mm-hmm. Because that's the status of our country right now, and we have an FBI collecting our DNA. It's an absolute fact. That's from the liberal intercept. That's not from me. His liberal <laughs> intercept on occasion could be a literal, a literal liberal site. Right. Back when you were an old school liberal and you didn't love big pharma and trust big pharma and love the FBI because they're criminally prosecuting, uh, persecuting through prosecution, your political enemies before you love the FBI and you love the man when before uh, bands like rage against the machine didn't demand that you be have a vaccinate vax pass to get into their concerts. <laughs> Remember that? Back when you were a real liberal, sometimes the intercept drips in, drifts into being a legitimate liberal. And they're concerned about, because they, they may realize, just like the people of Maui and, and, and Lahaina are realizing right now, that these liberal or not leftist taskmasters, these Democratic Party DNC taskmasters that you vote for decade after decade after decade after decade will turn on you and even kill you so that they can gain more power and wealth because they're not liberals. They're not, they're want, they're not wanting to be free, you know, free to be a burden bee, smoke marijuana every day. That's not what they want. They want power because they're not liberals. They're leftists. They're Mao. They're Stalin. They're Hitler. That's who they are. So I just want people to know that's what the FBI is on and about doing. What else is the FBI on and about doing? New York Post uh, article, FBI scrambling to track migrants who entered the U.S. Joe Biden, I told you this section is all about Joe Biden. FBI scrambling to track migrants who entered the U.S. with help of ISIS link smuggler. <laughs> That's our southern border. <laughs> how, how can you, again, I, keep, I just keep using the names over and over again. Sorry, I keep scratching my nose. My nose is itching like crazy. I don't know why. I feel great. It's just itchy. I just wonder how you can be a, a Medea son a Jake Tapper, and Brian Stelter, any of these people, Krasensteins or anybody else, these liberal pundits, and you honestly say over and over again that the border is closed. The border is closed where well, the FBI is scrambling to track migrants, which, by the way, means illegal aliens who entered the U.S. with the help of an ISIS smuggler. Look at the bottom. The FBI is reportedly scrambling to find more than a dozen Uzbekistan nationals 
who sought asylum in the U.S. earlier this year. Whoops. Whoops. He sought asylum. That's all you have to do now to illegally immigrate into the United States of America is to say, I'm seeking asylum. They let you in. They give you a court date and you disappear into oblivion. You disappear into the population as an Uzbekistan terrorist brought in by ISIS terrorists, ISIS link smugglers. Unbelievable. I don't see how you can be so devoid of self-respect and dignity that you can propagate. If you're NBC, ABC, CBN, uh, CBS, MSNBC, whatever it may be, and, or New York Times, Chicago Tribune, whatever, and you can sit there and propagate over and over again with articles like this that the southern border's closed, amazing. Let me show you this pic. Good news. Fox poll. poll. Biden got in 2020, 91% of the black vote. That's down 30% right now. If this happens, it's over. That's 13% of the population. It's over. Trump gets 20% of 13, 13% of the population that he usually gets 9% of. He gets double what he used to get over. It's will be a landslide victory. And that is what's happening. Now, if you're a follower of social media, and I'm not saying that all social media trends are accurate or anything like that, but if you're like me and you watch the trends, there are so many videos of black Americans coming out right now that are pro-Trump, and I've never seen it before. Yeah. Pro-Trump, ever since he's been indicted four times. over Because the black population both rightfully and wrongfully asserts that they've been abused by law enforcement. They have been, but not to the degree that they often claim when you're a hyper-leftist. Right. There's some validity to it, obviously, and there's some non-validity to it. So I'd say it with a... With a, with a uh, balanced perspective however they believe that donald trump has been wrong well obviously he has been every i mean if you can't prosecute donald trump in tampa florida then he didn't commit any crimes why are you having to hire why are you having to haul him before an atlanta judge whose wife is a barack is a, is a michelle obama sycophant a michelle obama donor alvin bragg who was, who was bought and paid for via act blue via george soros to his position as district attorney in new york and then, of course, Jack Smith, whose wife is also a mega Democratic Party supporter, as well as he is. Mm-hmm. If, you can't, if you can't prosecute somebody right there at Mar-a-Lago, which I believe is probably maybe Broward County, Brevard County, Dade County, I don't know where it is on the east coast of Florida. If you can't try them there, which, by the way, that's what they, that's what they did. They're always trying to shift the venue to get it to Chutkin's court up in D.C. Well, the black population knows what it means to be run over, to be used and abused, the Tuskegee experiments where black American men were given syphilis and never told by the United States government. That's an absolute fact. Not to mention slavery, which is a Democratic Party institution. Civil Rights Rights Act, that would be the Republicans. Abraham Lincoln, Palm Beach County. Yeah, the only one I didn't know. That's like the only one. My mother used to live there until when I left out. So anyway, I'm seeing a lot of black Americans coming out in favor of Donald Trump, and the polls are showing it. All right, let's go to the next one. I had to show you this. just really funny. Aaron found this for me. It's this funny little thing because they're always talking about this. Whenever gas prices or any economic positive news came out during the Trump administration, that was nothing to do with Trump. That just has to do with this or that. CNN business, why Joe Biden can't, can't do much to ease gas prices. By Julia Horowitz, CNN business. There it is. Uh, that'd be November 9th, 2021. 
And now Julia puts out now on November 18th, 2021, <laughs> oil prices are finally falling. Thank China and Joe Biden. Nine days later. Nine days later. <laughs> it all changes. The, in, the entire foundation of all things economic changed in nine days for Julia Horowitz. Wow. <laughs> she should take the Horowitz off of her name. Is that who she is? That's who she is for the Democratic Party. A little side note here. New York Post tweet. You can load up the next one for me. There you go. Just had to show you this one to you. This isn't necessarily Biden related, but it is. New York Post tweet. Uh, more than half of New Yorkers say the state is headed in the wrong direction as local popularity plummets. And 40% of New Yorkers, 40%, that's statewide, 40% of New Yorkers are mulling, moving out. Now, I say this to my New York fellow American citizens. If you are going to move to Florida, do not come down here and vote for the very policies that you are fleeing from, just like all the Californians did when they moved to Austin, to Houston, and to Dallas. Yeah. We don't want you. Period. Tom, that's not very welcoming. Welcoming. Don't care. It's not very accommodating. Again, don't care. Double don't care. You're not welcome here. We don't want big taxes. We don't want big regulation. We don't want masks. We don't want lockdowns. We don't want the Green New Deal. We don't want electric cars. I'm pondering buying my next vehicle right now. It's going to be a giant equivalent to an F-250 diesel. That's what it's going to be equivalent to. I don't know which brand I'm going to go with yet. I'm leaning towards Ram, but I don't know yet. All right, let me do a couple COVID things before we go. Now, I want to show you this. because Now, this is all everyone, pretty much everybody's seen this, but I'm always telling you this. That everything that you are seeing is one agenda with many tactical uh, tactics or what I call tentacles. I should call them tacticals. Because it's one agenda. That agenda is, as you've heard me say it ad nauseum, and I'm sorry if you get if you're tired of hearing me saying this over and over again. But this is all about this what COVID-19 is about, it's what climate change is about, it's what CBDC is about, so social credit systems is about, it's about what this is what gun grabbing is about. This is about this is about the world economic. This is this is what the World Economic Forum's about. The Glasgow's Climate Summit's about. Whatever you want to name, this is what it's all about. The transgender agenda is all about LGBTQIS2, whatever spirit animal, whatever it is, spirit animal is included in, in Canada, by the way. This is what it's all about. Leveraging you into a one world commerce system. Understand what I mean by that. Where you cannot buy sell, trade, or travel anything, or you cannot go anywhere, can't buy, sell, trade, or travel, where everything, you are leveraged into a one-world commerce system with a single access point, where that access to all, all merchandise, all commerce, is that access point is controlled by bourgeois leftist globalist elitist, an Ursula van der Leyen, a Gavin Newsom, a Justin Trudeau, a Hussein Obama, a Oprah Winfrey, a Jeff Bezos, a Bill Gates, a Klaus Schwab, a Noah Harari, controlled by them. Your access to food, clothing, travel, entertainment, medicine, hospitals, everything controlled by them. Unless you have all the boxes checked that they want you to have checked, on your access card, which will eventually be on your right hand or on your forehead, Revelation 13, 16, 17, and 18. Unless you have all the boxes checked, you have no access. 
That's the plan behind it all. Vaccine passports, you saw it happening. Entire European Union, Australia, you had the, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, what was it called in Canada? It's Excelsior Pass in New York. The Green Pass in China and Israel. The Vaccine Pass, I can't remember the name of it, if there was a name. Arrive Can in Canada, that was the one there. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your vaccine card. Can't have it. Eventually, what they were going to attach to that is CBDC and social credit scores. Unless you pass. And how do you get a high social credit score? Uh, You have to have an EV, which they can now turn off because you belong to, you're part of a smart city where everything's controlled by your phone that they can simply turn off. No more gas stations that you can drive to and fuel up. Be easy to kill you with with uh, with 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 natural disasters then too, because you can't go get gas up your generator anymore because everything's a smart town. By the way, they'll all have access to fuel. Everybody who's running the agenda will have access to everything that that you have to have a car to have access to. They won't have to have a car. They you will. So I want to show you this. We get into a little bit of COVID here. Greg Price video. I want to show you here. You have here you have Anthony Fauci talking about climate change, because it's all the exact. Same agenda. He made COVID-19. He made it. SARS-CoV-2. He made it. Wuhan Institute of Virology, Chinese Academy of Sciences, funded by Peter Daszak and the Eco Health Alliance, funded by Anthony Fauci, Ralph Barrick at the UNC, teaching the bat lady how to do gain-of-function research and how to hide gain-of-function research, all funded by Anthony Fauci and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the CCP, all funded by them, they made it so that they could use the virus to control you, use masks to control you, because they could have that singular access point could be masked, vaxxed, social distance. Also, they keep us the great unwashed, the smelly Walmart shoppers away from them. So here's Fauci talking about climate change. A Greg Price video, play for me. And zoonotic diseases will have the tools, but the climate change countering has to come from an international commitment to decrease the carbon imprint in society so you don't have the kinds of crazy weather that we're having in this country. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, everything from the fire, the tragic fire in Hawaii to Texas, which had something like 75 days in a row, <laughs> over 95, I mean, it's completely really amazing what's happened with climate change. 75 days in a row of over 95 in the state of Texas? Heather, you lived in Texas. Wasn't it always hot in the summertime in Texas? 117. Yeah, she had 117. So how many, 75 days? Okay, 75 days is basically what? Is that a month? That's two and a half months. Yeah, uh, yeah and uh, Heather, you back me up. June, if we have June, July, and August, would you say that there would be 75 days in the state of Texas we'd be over, the, over, the, the, over 90 degrees? Uh, yeah, that's totally normal. And there you have why, because it's all the same agenda. Climate change is used to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them. I don't have time to get it all into all the... Uh, uh, nooks and crannies of that and all the details of it but if you use climate change to control you it's very simple get you on electric power which by the way is fueled by fossil fuels if you up electric power use you are upping fossil fuel use it makes no sense of course it makes no sense because the plan behind it is nefarious it's all the book of revelation chapter 13 
16, 17, 18, four, uh, chapter 14, 9 uh, through 11, 12 through 14, 16, uh, 14 through 16. So basically 9 through 16. So you have a proponent of vaccine passports, the creator of COVID-19 advocating for climate change totalitarianism because it's all the same agenda. Everything right now, you can just side by side this one. This is a Bernie Sweets video. And now he's talking about Anthony Fauci. What was he talking about in the video? The Maui fires. Well, can I ask everybody a question? Why is everything on fire? Is it because, hey, if you are, today in Florida, if I was, well, today was all rainy, but on a normal day, uh, a normal summer day, two, three days ago, it was 95 degrees now walking around, about 90% humidity, hot as anything. Now I will tell you something. I've lived in Florida since 1980. Gosh, how many years is that now? So that would be what, 43 years? So I've lived here for 43 years, and I have never seen a fire start <laughs> from it being 90 degrees outside. No. Or 100 degrees outside. Fires just don't start because it's 100 degrees. They start from lightning or they start from people. Yep. You know what you can do about the lightning fires? Nothing. They're going to start, and that's why you have a fire department. So here you have these fires. This is in Spain right now. The fires in Spain. Now, you have Anthony Fauci touting that these fires are spontaneously combusting because it's 90 degrees outside. 75 straight days of 95 degrees in the state of Texas. So it's all, everything's just going to light on fire, I guess. Even though every single year you have 75 straight days of 95 degree weather in Texas. Every year. It's like Florida. Nothing's changed. I've lived here since 1980. Nothing has changed in the state of Florida. Nothing. It's exactly the same. Guess what's happening today? A hurricane. Just like every August. Yeah, I mean, every year it's like this. Nothing has changed. How many named storms have we had this year? Ten. Is that above average? No. Is there any evidence that we're ever going to be above average? No. <laughs> it's all lies. And this fire right here, they have been there. They were all, this was all touted, all touted as a ode to rush here. Touted, touted as the sea. It's all climate change. Anthony Fauci, because he's part of the globalist, bourgeois, leftist, elitist agenda. With many tactics, he has his taxes of COVID-19, his taxes of vaccine passports, his taxes of, of COVID totalitarianism, but he's right on board with all the other Klaus Schwab totalitarianism, which is climate change. And this was all touted. The Spain fires touted as climate change just started them. Well, and turns out it was all arsonist. All right, skip the next one for me, Heather. Don't go to the breaking 9-11 video. Go right to the Steve Malloy tweet. There we go. Put that up for me. Excellent job. More than 75% of the way through the month of August 2023 is 0.3 degrees Fahrenheit cooler than August of 1983. Oops. So Anthony Fauci, Aaron just goes, whoops. <laughs> so explain to me, Anthony Fauci, purveyor of vaccine passports, purveyor of COVID-19 itself, purveyor of one bold-faced lie after another, purveyor of saying that COVID, COVID, uh, uh, that, uh, COVID vaccines stop transmission and infection, lie, I mean, th those, those bold-faced lies, uh, purveyor that they stop hospitalizations, purveyor that they stop deaths, all lies, and now he's lying about climate too because he's demonic. How, how, how are we hotter? And, and now remember, they've switched from global warming to climate change, but yet anytime. They want to use warming as an excuse to usher in totalitarianism. It shifts back from climate change to warming. Yep. Never it's just like it. whenever there's a new variant, there's our new opportunity. Yep. Even though it's already been proven that COVID is 99.99% survivable, 
They have, we, everybody has to pretend that it's 99.99% unsurvivable whenever it fits their political narrative, their political aspirations. So if, it's all, if, we're, if, if we're having all this spontaneous combustion, combustion, why didn't we have it in August of 1983, which was hotter? <laughs> I mean, explain that to me. I was about 14 then. Explain that to me. Why weren't we having all these spontaneous combustion fires? Amazing. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, let's go to John Solomon. There we go. Multiple small towns in Louisiana evacuate as wildfires just break out. These wildfires just breaking out everywhere from, from climate change. That's what everybody's saying. Climate change just starts these fires. So hot in Louisiana, it's like 87 degrees. It just ignites. Sounds like a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's, not, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Just weird. All, now let's go to the next one. Josh Dunlap tweet. Greece arrests almost 80. Remember, this was all touted to. So you had the Spain fires that were touted as climate change is causing these fires. Maui fire, uh, climate change started those fires. Anthony Fauci just stated that the Maui fire was started by climate change. The Reese fires were supposed to be climate change. The Spain fires were supposed to be climate change. The uh, last year, or maybe it wasn't even last year, can't remember, but not the current BC fires in Canada, but the ones that were more around, uh, gosh, I can't remember the location, but anyway. They were all touted as, as climate change. Oh, this fires. year. This oh, year. It? it was this year. Yeah, right? it was earlier this earlier year. Earlier this year, yeah. yeah see, see if you can find a location yeah. for me. Earlier this year. But anyway, they were all touted as climate as all climate change fires. So let's go backwards here. So man, by the time I get to Aaron, he might have figured it out for me. It's, it's in the, is it Ontario maybe? Maybe the Ontario fires? Can't remember. Can never remember all the, I can't remember the provinces in Canada yet. So let's go right off this one. So Greece initially was touted by people like Anthony Fauci because he's part of the agenda. Part of the agenda with many tactics. They were touted as, as this is all these fires in Greece. This is all climate change. Whoops. Um, how are 80 people purposely starting a fire? That's almost like that's, a, that's like an agenda. That's not a conspiracy theory that 80 people started a fire. 80 people were arrested in Greece for starting the fires that were attributed to climate change. And the same thing in Spain was all arsonists. Ottawa. I knew it began with an O. Yeah. The Ottawa fires, was it earlier this year? Yeah. The Ottawa fires were all attributed to climate change until the video came out of the people starting the fires on purpose. It's just like everything's attributed to a, to a natural-born virus until it comes out that it was born in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Same, their exact same narrative over and over again, just using different subject matter. And the Spain fires were all attributed to climate change until it was found out that it was all arsonist. All right, go to the next one for me. Just so you can side by side this other, or Aaron, side by side. Very, very funny because this is happening all over the all over the state of Louisiana. That there's fires happening everywhere, and the third largest oil refinery in the United States of America. That's it. That's strange, isn't it? Isn't that weird? Third largest, and then more from Louisiana. You can just switch to the next video as quick as you can, Aaron. Just, there's no big hurry. Uh, that's also Louisiana, right now. Weird, isn't it? Third largest oil refinery in America is basically now toast. It's been burnt to the ground along with all these other spontaneous combustion wildfires. I'm going to tell you flat out, the bourgeois globalist, leftist, elitist globally have hired an army of arsonists. And they're trying to set the world on fire just like they set the world on fire with COVID-19. 
to give them a vehicle to totalitarianism. Look at the whole world just spontaneous, spontaneously combusting. So we need now to somehow lower the Earth's temperatures, burning more fossil fuels so that we can fuel electric vehicles. And it makes no sense. No. All right, 12 minutes over time. That's good for the night. Back here Thursday night. Stay for the post game now. 802 people on. Stay for the post game. Tons of videos to follow. About nine. We don't even have any real advertisements. Just a couple t-shirt thing. My wife's podcast. A little bit of me preaching. Literally 90 seconds from now, we'll launch into another 15 videos. You've got to see them. I put them together for you. You've got to see them. Love you all. Back here Thursday night, 8.30, full 90 minutes of fury. See you then. God bless you. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 8.32, everything, all things. Ephesians 1.3, everything, every spiritual gift is yours. What was this much that was given to you? It can be summarized in two words, Holy Ghost. Nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you. The unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost. You got it. Narrow is the way and few find it. We are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the much that was given to you.